Hello, welcome along to the GIST podcast, the very first uh, edition of the GIST. How are we doing, Jacob? I'm good, I'm good. Um, it's good to actually finally start this. It's always been something that I've wanted to do. Yeah, oh yeah, I've been, I've been thinking about a podcast for a, a few years, I think, and then finally found someone that, you know, was willing to be bored by my ramblings about it. I think so, I think sometimes you just got to do these things, haven't you? You've yeah, got to yeah, try it. I think so. Grasp the nettle, as it were. Yeah. I think in this first episode, what we probably need to talk about is just explaining to people what the point of the gist is, um, and they need to what get we're hoping the to gist achieve. of the gist. Yeah, exactly right. Get get the gist of the gist. So. Uh, where do we start with that? Well, because we wanted to podcast, yeah, we've got this other venture on the side, haven't we? Yeah, and I think it was born out of that, which we'll we'll probably talk about, yeah, more as time goes on. But it was really we're two guys, mm-hmm. we're in business, we've started out new businesses within the last six months, we've got stuff going on in our personal lives, and as many other people do, we don't really know what support there is for people. We don't really know what the hell is going on. No, we don't, no. <laughs> At no. any given moment. No, we have no... Yeah, and really that is what the gist is. It's trying to help people in similar positions, whether it's yeah. business or personal yeah. or, you know, this is an open and honest and safe space, I think. Yeah. That's what we want to create. Yeah, I, th- I think the thing for me with it was that, there's, obviously there's a lot of podcasts out there. Yeah. yeah. We know that. Yeah. And... There's a lot of motivational things. There's a lot of things about, you know, how to become a millionaire or um, if you can look at stuff that's done by like Steve Bartlett or Jake Humphreys or, or yeah, people yeah. like that. These really big yeah. and important podcasts, you know, they, they are brilliant for, for what's in them. And some of the content in them is absolutely fantastic. But I think for me, I just wanted to create a podcast that was almost a bit more relatable. Like you said, we're we're. We're just two guys starting out in business. Very, very average blokes with, you know, av- average... <laughs> average everything. Ev- average everything. Every, absolutely everything is Don't average. tell everybody that. Yes. <laughs> Perfectly average in every sense. Um, it's okay to be average, you know? I think so. Well, most people are, and that's that's the whole point. And yeah. I think I, I just, I wanted to make it relatable in that sense. So what are we going through? What are we dealing with? you should be able to connect and resonate with that. We're not talking about, oh yeah, back when I was like five or 10 years ago when I first started out and it was really difficult. And guess what? Now I'm a multi-millionaire. It's not any of that yeah. shit, right? It, it's just yeah. the, it, it, it's just, this is real. This is what we're dealing with and, and this is how we're going about it. And it's, it's not always, it's not all business. I don't, that's a part of it. We, yeah. I think we need to talk about business, right? Yeah. Yeah, we do. Yeah. But Well, that's we going to make us become the next Stephen Bartlett, isn't it? Yeah, well, that's exactly, exactly <laughs> right. Exactly right. But it's we also want to spend some time, I think, talking about things like kids. Kids, um, yeah. How, how, how we're bringing up our kids and dealing with everyday, everyday stuff like, you know, relationships, divorce, dating, all that kind of stuff. And mm. I think that having guests on the show is also going to be really important. Yeah. Because, you know, we, we can chat a lot, well, as we know, we're experts in what we do, so yes. and we'll get onto that in a minute in terms of what the two of us do professionally. But we're not experts, certainly, in some of the things that we're going to talk about. And I think where it will really benefit is if we get some experts in to talk about those kinds of things, right? I think so. Yeah, I mean, you know, when you're talking about getting help in your personal life or getting help with you know relationships or divorce or 
you know, there are people out there that we know that would be able to help. Yeah. And so I think for me, this is what this podcast is all about. It's about for me and you, because we've become good friends, I'd say. Yeah. yeah. Or friends at least. Um, acquaintances. Yeah. Good, good, probably strong at this point. People that just loosely sort of know yeah. each other. This is a real support, I think, for me. Yeah. This podcast is a real support because when you start out in business, you you have no idea. And you can get you know, business mentors or business coaches or, you know, similarly to what you do, you know, yeah, yeah. you can get people in, but when you first start in business, it's, it's money, isn't it? Yeah. It's, it's hard. You know, you, it's all, it's all right saying, like you said, oh, I'll go get a business mentor. I'll go get a business coach. But when you're trying to scrape around looking at every single pound and every single penny, yeah. worrying about how you're going to pay the mortgage and how you're going to pay the, you know, the gas bill and that kind yeah. of stuff. Someone comes to you and says, oh yeah, well I can, I can be a mentor or whatever for you. I'll help your business scale, and that that's great, and that sounds very exciting. But you also want I don't know like a thousand pound a month off me to do it. Guess what? I haven't got that. Given the you know the economic crisis that we find ourselves in, it's just not realistic to be able to go out and pay for that kind of stuff. Yeah. Which, as you pointed out, yeah, makes my uh, makes my profession slightly more difficult. But and that's. It's like we're pros at this because I've just managed to find us a segue there into what uh, we do. Look at that. Look at, look at look the at, vast amount of experience. Look we've at that. Got we've got that. so much. Yeah. So much. We're so professional. So, Jeez, man. So, so, I don't know. Do you want to just explain a bit about your background or how you got to this point? Maybe the last kind of 12 months or 18 months or I don't know. A bit of background yeah. to you because obviously, who is Alex Mather? Who mm. is this person behind mm. the gist? Okay. I'm a learning and development professional. I've been working in and around learning and development for. Uh, the last 17 years or so, something like that. You okay. know, I've, I've worked through um, small businesses uh, of you know two, three or four people um, right the way up to like, massive global corporate organisations and that employ hundreds of thousands of people and um, a lot of things in between that as well, a lot of stages and everything in between and, and really focused on and got a lot of joy and a lot of passion and felt a calling, if you like, towards this idea of um, developing people. Okay. Being there to, um, yeah, to support, comfort, develop, and, and drive people forward. Um, not from a monetary sense or anything like that, but just purely because that's what, you know, makes me feel good to, to do that and to, to help people in that way. I qualified as a as a coach in uh, 2018. So, you know, it's, it's a tricky industry to be in, it, to be in the, the coaching industry because it's a... Um, uh, it, it's an, an unvetted industry you know it's like barbering you can it, did you know this you can, you can be a barber without being qualified i know yeah but I've, I've, that's nuts one of my best friends is is a barber yeah, yeah. but it's a bit like a, a bit like an, um, a mechanic is that the same thing yeah what see that's nuts anyway that i digress slightly but the point is coaching is exactly the same as that and you know there's, there's been a boom in coaching over recent years why do, why do you think there's been a boom in coaching is it because people that go into coaching have seen that um obviously there has to be some you know a need for it mm. do you think that people are seeing the need for coaching more and more i think that as a, a business in general um industry in general i think we are all waking up to the idea that holistic approaches are more effective okay. in people now i think we've we're starting to move away en masse from this industrial age mindset if you like where, where everything's on a, like a, a target yeah everything's on a target everything's on a factory line everything happens in a process and we're starting yeah. to really appreciate that actually 
if you want to get the best results, you need to figure out how to get the best out of people. If you want to get the best out of people, you've got to learn how to approach those people more holistically. And, and yeah. I think that's what's driven this, this boom in coaching. And I think not only has industry changed or is changing in that direction, I think people themselves have started to change what we're, what we're seeing. I think it started with our generation. I think it started with millennials, really, where we really started to question sort of the point and purpose of going to work and yeah. when you look at older generations when I think of my parents for example and people of that generation there are so many of them that would sort of see a job as just going to work to make money and and coming home and I think that our generation and then into the you know the the Gen Z's and all that kind of stuff we're much more open about questioning that idea I'm thinking about well actually no if I'm spending the majority of my time in that place yeah I want to have an understanding as to why I'm doing it. I want to take something more from it just that, rather than just a paycheck at the end of the month. Um, yeah. And it was that questioning, I think, that's brought it. And of course now, because as we mentioned at the start, we're getting older, we're starting to see these millennials uh, and um, Gen Zs and that kind of stuff in um, senior positions in organisations and running big organisations. Yeah. And so they take that yeah, mindset yeah. and drive yeah. it into it. Yeah. Um, so that, I, I think that's probably where the, the boom for for coaching has come from but yeah i mean to, to so to, to wrap it up yeah i'm, a, I'm a, an l&d learning and development professional um a coach um that also offers um soft skills training and learning and development consultancy right i think that we need to understand what makes you tick outside of work like what do you enjoy mm, okay so do you have any like hobbies or interests outside of work that yeah I make think. you you yeah so i think that um Slight obsession with golf, despite the fact that I am very bad at yeah, golf. I think this happens as well when you get to a certain age. I find that. But you can't play golf anymore. What, what, no, I've never been able to play golf. You know? <laughs> I've always been bad at it. But yeah, I'm I'm truly obsessed with it. I'm rubbish at it. Um, but I don't care. I just I love the game. I love walking around. I love playing it. I love watching it. I love everything about it. And I have done for the last sort of two years or so when I um, when I first started committing to it. Um, Fair weather. Uh, no, no, I play all through the winter. Do you? Yeah, I'll go. Wow, in, you I'll, are a real, I'll a real go in the rain and everything. golfer. Yeah, yeah, that's it. There's something wow. very beneficial off playing off uh, preferred lines and that kind of stuff. So it's, really, okay. Yeah, yeah. Um, anyway, so as, aside from golf, I also coach um, kids football. You do? Yeah, so I saw this on LinkedIn. Yeah, you just finished the season, haven't you? Just finished the season. First season, first season of brand new team. Yeah. Never been a never been a team before. Most of the players have never played in a team before. And I tell you what, what a what a, what a wonderful privilege that is. Yeah. It, it's if if you for anyone listening, if you've ever thought about getting involved with um coaching kids football, then please do it. it I would actually yeah. really like to do it. I'm not very good at football, but what fascinates there's two things that fascinate me um, about coaching it. Firstly is those parallels between what yeah, I do yeah. in a day to day job with yeah. with that it I just find that absolutely fascinating. There are so many parallels to it. It's very different in some ways. But the parallels to it as well are, are, are huge. But the other thing as well that I found out very quickly and that I wanted to assert right from the beginning was that it's got nothing to do with the football while there. It's nothing to do with that. Certainly when it comes to um, kids of that age as well, so they're, they're under 11, they're just going up to under 12. It's about bringing the kids together, making sure they have a great time and yeah. just helping them really fall in love with the sport. You know, yeah. there's no... And I think... We, probably do a podcast about this at some point as well yeah, yeah. We, you know i've seen it week on week playing on matches with you know managers and coaches and parents as well that are just you know they're trying to live out their own glories through their kids and they're you know they'll label it as passion but it's not passion they're just damn aggressive and <laughs> there's no 
parents. I'm a parent. You're a yeah. parent. Yeah. We know how crazy some parents yeah. can be. I just think see it for what it is. You know, your kids are coming. They're here to enjoy football and have a great time. And for me, it's more about them understanding about what it means to be a part of a team. It's yeah. more about them making friends. And yes, they they develop their um, they de- develop the football their technical footballing ability of course they do anything, but it doesn't matter I don't really care if we go out on a weekend and we win and lose and I don't care because I know that if we do lose the kids will be disappointed but they're disappointed for like five minutes and then they get on with their life you mm. know they have fun they run around the field and they, and they mess around and do whatever and I think if you take that attitude into it as well when you're in the game that's fine and yes you, um, s- you sound like the Ted Lasso version of <laughs> I just, do you know, I've just finished watching Ted Lasso as oh, well. It's yeah. so good. It's what a program. It's, it's so good. It's brilliant. It definitely, I would definitely recommend that. And I'm, I'm, I am on that precipice now, though, where I'm watching it and thinking, oh, I'd love to do that. And then, and then I stop yeah. myself because I think, well, no, because people will just see me do that and go, this dickhead's been watching Ted Lasso. <laughs> so yeah, so yeah. you've got to write it back. But there's, you know, there's a lot of positive messaging in that. There in is, that. yeah. There is definitely something in what the... the trying to say there it's I've no doubt it's it's very different in men's football I think it's very when you get to a professional level of football I don't think you can get away with it like I said under 11s under 12s yeah yeah you, you just take it what it is and enjoy it don't stress about it and just have fun with it. and it becomes the most rewarding thing you can do I think I think I think you're right that there's so many positive messages in you know in in, in Ted Lasso mm-hmm. um, that can be taken into just everyday life. Everyday life, yeah, yeah. Um, it's yeah, it's good. It's yeah. a really good program. If anybody that hasn't seen Ted Lasso, please go and uh, please download go and watch it. it. Yes, but well, you do need an Apple TV subscription. So you know, all of you Android fans out there, you may be upset about that. But you but can, you can, you can get it through various things like banks and through Sky and that kind of stuff. So oh. I am, I'm all about the Android, but I've got Apple TV. Oh, okay, so, fair yeah. enough. Yeah, yeah, I'm Apple through and through. So yeah. uh, I know you can sign all you like, <sighs> but. My 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 MacBook Air is still solid after however many years of having it. I think Apple have got it right though as well, haven't they? I mean, we're not really here to talk about big corporates. No, and we're going we're for not. the biggest of the big with Apple. But no, I no, mean they've, no. they've absolutely nailed that, haven't they? Because you are locked in now. You can't ever leave Apple. You are a prisoner in that little bit of fruit. Um, Let's talk about you. Me. Oh, Let's dear. talk about you a little bit. Who Worst you are, thing. I'm really boring. About. No way, man. I'm really boring. No way. Um, the motorbike riding. In fact, I won't give it away. <laughs> tell, tell, tell everyone who you are and what you do. My name is Jacob. I am a born-again Christian. That's that's kind of... I start with that all the time. So when somebody says to me, who are you, what are you? Mm. you know, that is the thing I start with all the time. I'm a born-again Christian because that underpins who I am. Yeah. That drives who I am. That drives my behaviour. It drives how I think. It drives how I am with people. Mm. And so from that stems everything. Um, I have three children, so I have James, he's seven. Erin, she's going to be five at the end of the month, next weekend. So, um, And then Tom, he's uh, two. Uh, and they get progressively more feral uh, <laughs> the, yeah, the, yeah. the kind of further down they go. So James is, uh, yeah, he, he's kind of, he's an intelligent little lad, actually. Uh, very, He was very shy when he first started yeah. out, uh, went to school and whatever. Um, Erin's not that like that at all. She's she's wild, and then Tom just doesn't care. He's just whatever. Yeah, you know. Um, all really sweet kids. So I'm a parent. I'm a father. Being a parent is 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 so hard. Yeah. Um. So we'll talk about that. I'm sure more and more. Oh, but yeah. 
but um, might need two or three episodes for that. Oh, one. At least, yeah, one for each kid, maybe. <laughs> yeah. Um, so yeah, so I'm a born again Christian. I'm a father, and I decided that last year I was going to do my motorbike uh, license. And oh yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So August last year. I thought you'd been riding for years. I didn't realise you'd been. Ah, you just were the, new to it. Just the persona, you see. Yeah. Just the persona that. <laughs> I've, I've, you just I've carry it with years. such swag yeah. that you look like a veteran biker. It's all about the training that you have as to how good potentially you can be. Because True. because this guy, and again, this was probably a unique bit of this guy's motorbike training business, Ada Alpha, uh, rider right. training in Grantham. Yeah, yeah. Fantastic guy. But he teaches all of his, um, all of his guys, girls, to ride to a really high level. Mm-hmm. So one of his USPs is we get everybody or most people through their motorbike test first time. Wow. First time. I mean, that's, that's, that, that's hard to do. It's a bold claim, that, isn't it? Yeah. He's an advanced rider. So he teaches everybody to an advanced rider level. Standard, yeah. So then, it's, then it becomes pretty easy when they do so the test, So it becomes right? pretty easy, exactly, yeah. Brilliant. So if you can train people to a higher, a higher level, mm. the, the normal expectation of people yeah. is, well, they can do that easily. So that's I, true. That's true to life. I think that in so many ways, isn't it? If you, if you develop yourself to a, a much higher point than is required, rather than just meeting the standard, go above and beyond that because then everything yeah. else is easy. Right? I think so. Yeah. I mean, there is an acceptable standard for everything, like you know, wearing clothes or yeah. you know, quality of a podcast. Quality <laughs> of a podcast. Yeah. Yeah. Day to day, I'm a I'm a financial planner and coach. So, the coaching sides come more more into it mm. um but i give people uh, advice on lots and lots and lots of different boring money bits and pieces so traditionally it's pensions investments you know inheritance tax and all that other mm. you know rubbish um and i guess for me in my day-to-day role what i want to do is try and make financial planning simple and affordable and accessible that's what i want to try and not boring yeah Yeah, absolutely because who cares about a pension really i mean if people don't care about pensions what they care about is what it can do for them Mm. and so as a financial planner my 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 kind of key things with clients and this is every client is to make sure they know how much money they can spend now and also in the future Mm. so that they never run out of money yeah and if they can spend what they want, when they want, and they don't run out, that gives them a freedom to be able to then pass that money to spouse or children. Yeah. And for me, that's as complicated as financial planning should be. That's, that's you know, and that goes back to it being simple. Um, we have different things to make it affordable and accessible, of course. Um, yes, yeah, so that's what we do day to day. That's what I do day to day. Break it down and Go say on. the gist is our journeys coming into business. Yeah. Uh, spirituality other things that are of interest to us hobbies all the rest of it mm-hmm. we're just average guys but this primarily is to uh, help people yeah but also help ourselves yes and i think i think that's what the gist is it's yeah. it's it's discussing real life for real people yeah and i think the if we want to nail it down and talk about the fact 
that we're trying to make it relatable. It's because I'm 38 and I find that I'm... You don't look it. Is that the point where I say you don't look it? Thanks, that's right. Yeah. (laughs) Like a day over 30. When we get like pros, we'll film it and then everybody will be able to see how good looking you are for 38. That that would disturb the illusion though, wouldn't it? You know, maybe we just tell people that I'm desperately good looking for 38. They don't need visual evidence. Just take my word for it. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway. So when you get to 38, I find that, you know, you're, you're too old to be relevant to younger people but you're also you're too young to be old if that makes sense so so you find this weird you find yourself in this weird middle place where it's all you don't really understand quite where you fit probably in society or in business or or anything like that you still feel very young um as well um and but for oh my god i I don't want to be a part of like youth culture no way i'm I'm so desperately confused by that 99 percent of the time that i don't think my brain could take it i don't know what you're talking about so well this my (laughs) so my my kids now i I will sit and whether it's in the car or or at dinner table or whatever they talk to each other in what sounds like a foreign language ah okay very very weird right okay they use words that i'm told are english words but I've never heard them. Do you have any examples? Just for me and the listeners to yeah. educate just ourselves? Just to embarrass myself with. Yeah. No, I'll tell you what I'll do this weekend. I will get a list of new words off the three of them. Oh, that's a good idea. And uh, and then we'll bring it to the next podcast. Okay. And, and, and oh, that's a good game we could play. I'll bring I'll bring the words. Yeah, okay. You have to guess what they mean. Ah, okay. Let's do that. Yeah, That'll we could do fun. that. I don't think my kids are old enough to be in that kind of youth culture bit but yeah. probably yours are yours are a bit older aren't they yeah they so. are so i've got a one of them's coming up to 14 uh the other one is 12 and the other one is 12 in november ah so, so. De- definite youth culture territory absolutely right all three of them at secondary school from september okay. which i mean that's a whole other level of you know how on earth did that happen but anyway back 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 to the point this is this is the kind of thing we're going to chat. We're going to uh, chat on about. And we're going to talk about people that are our sort of age, our sort of age kids, and I think you, I think you're I think you're actually describing. I mean, correct me if I'm wrong. Yes. Almost a, a you know midlife crisis. I mean, yeah. I mean, is this is this podcast going to be like a midlife crisis prevention <laughs> tool? What did what did you do in your midlife crisis? Well, I started a podcast. Yeah. Maybe it could be a midlife, you know, crisis prevention podcast. Maybe that. Maybe we change the name of it. Maybe it's not the gist. Maybe it's just called the midlife crisis. <laughs> maybe the yeah. midlife crisis of Alex Mother and how his friend tried to help him through it. I think I've already had my midlife crisis, yeah. so you're you're fine. This is this is actually all business and personal for yeah. me. I've had my midlife yeah. crisis, so um, but yeah, the gist. I'm excited for it. I'm excited. Yeah, I'm super excited. Like a. Like I said, I, I want it to make a difference. I want it to be there for, yes, support for me and you, but I don't know if support is the right word for the audience. I, I guess it's more just a, a comfort to recognise the fact that, you know, those those things that you're feeling, those thoughts that you're having, those dilemmas or catastrophes or anything like that that you're thinking of, yeah, we're having the same ones. And if we're having the same ones, that means there are lots of other people around you that are having the same thoughts and feelings and dilemmas. Um, and I think there's a comfort in that. Yeah. Right? Knowing that yeah. you're not alone with it. Yeah. I think it's been really good, actually. I've, I've enjoyed just sitting down yeah. with a cup of coffee. I, I, mean, was, I, was, I was a bit concerned about um, how much time we were going to be able to fill 
Well, I don't know why, because when we spoke before, we spoke for bloody ages before, but I was thinking, oh, God, right, well, we've got to make it sort of a worthwhile podcast. We don't want it to be really long, but we also don't want it to be like a 10-minute yeah. deal, you know. Are we going to have enough content there to talk about? You know, this is an introduction. We haven't even got a topic. No. We're already smashing on the minutes. I know. So, I don't I don't even know how that's... Well, I mean, I, I think when you've got two people that can talk and are yeah. quite comfortable talking to each other, Yeah. and, you know, the microphones are here, but... It doesn't really matter, does it? Like, you know, there's well, hopefully the listeners, hopefully the listeners get that. But you know, yeah, it's it's just been nice to sit down, talk about what we want to do with the podcast, yeah, and learn a bit about you, yeah, learn a bit about me. Hopefully, we're not that boring and average, um, and if we are, that's fine. Um, And hopefully, this turns into something really, really great, not just for ourselves but for others as well. I think that's a good point to finish, isn't it? Oh, I reckon, yeah. I'm so, happy with that. I'm happy with that. So next episode's going to all be about um, what? Find finding, your people. Find your people. Find your people. Exactly right. Let's talk about that in the next episode. Okay. Um, thank you very much. Mm-hmm.